Hello, I'm Alex Grubard. You're listening to Weeding Out the Stoned, the podcast. Weeding Out the Stoned is the game show of sobriety tests. It's crazy. We do a bunch of games. We get a bunch of comics high. All of them are stoned but one on stage. We test their sobriety <laughs> through essentially improv games. And we see if the we can figure out who the sober person is by the end of the night by eliminating all the so- stoners. That's how we do comedy at Weeding Out the Stoned. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Weeding Out the Stoned is going on tour in April. You can go to weedingoutthestone.com for tickets. will be, well, this uh, Friday in Ambler, Pennsylvania. This Saturday, April 2nd in Leonardo, New Jersey at Smod Castle. Uh, then Jersey City, New Jersey at Sip Studios, April 9th, April 13th at Helium Comedy Club in Portland, Oregon, April 15th, The Rendezvous, Jewel Box Theater in Seattle, Washington, April 16th, Piano Fight in San Francisco, California, April 18th, Elysian Theater at, uh, yeah, at the Elysian Theater in Los Angeles, California, uh, April 20th, 420 edition at Helium Comedy Club, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. April 22nd, Asylum NYC, New York City, New York. April 23rd, Emmaus Theater, Emmaus, Pennsylvania. April 27th, Helium Comedy Club, Buffalo, New York. April 28th, Ithaca, New York, Cinemopolis. And those tickets are all on sale. Uh, can you believe I did that off the top of my head? Also, tickets go on sale for... Friday, May 13th, uh, in Richmond, Virginia, at Comedy Sports, very soon. So check out that if you're in the D.C. area, let's say, if you're in Richmond, if you're in Virginia. Uh, So yeah, Weeding Out the Stoned, uh, we try and keep up on all the cannabis news out in the world. You know what I mean? There's some big stuff happening this week. Huge, even, in fact. Uh, There's this thing, it's called the Moore Act. I don't know if you've heard of it, you're hearing about it today. I've talked about it on the podcast before, back in the day. This has been a long, a long time going. Uh, here's the thing: the Moore Act. Uh, it does legalize cannabis. Essentially, it is one of these things. It's the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act. So, expungement is enormous on that. It essentially taxes cannabis. It lets cannabis businesses apply for small business associations and loans and stuff like that. It ends the federal ban on cannabis. States can still make it illegal. I don't know why they would at that point, but it essentially federally makes it, this is not a federal crime. And if you're in a state that has already legalized cannabis and you own a cannabis business, then you don't have to keep everything in cash. You can open a checking account. You can do apply for a loan. I mean, that's enormous. Uh, you're not going to get raided by the cops in the same way. You're not going to be up for a federal crime in any way. So uh, it's enormous. It's fucking huge. The thing about this act, it was approved to be voted on in the House of Representatives quite a while ago. I think in 2020 it says, yeah, that's what it says here. And so, I mean, this has been going. They put these things off. Bureaucracy, politics, the government. Oh, can you stand it? Uh, So the House of Representatives is finally going to vote on this 
sometime this week. We'll see what they say next week, but they're going to vote on this. It's likely to pass to be on record, hey, a marijuana bill, a cannabis bill can be passed in the House of Representatives uh, when it's democratically controlled. It's kind of a signal to the midterm elections like, hey, we can get something done if we just move the Senate over uh, because it's unlikely to pass the Senate. That's the the bitter pill to swallow, you know, that's burying the lead. It's not going to pass the Senate. This, this mansion guy from West Virginia, I mean, any of those schmucks, they're going to not be, be able to vote for this thing for whatever godforsaken reason. They're idiots and they should do it. Maybe they'll do it. How, how great. Let's be optimistic. Stay hopeful, we always say. So it's unlikely to pass, but you never know. You never know. It could happen. It could totally happen. Uh, I I have total faith that they're going to definitely pass it. I mean, they're going to go further. They're going to uh, promote it even higher. It's going to be a bigger, more and more act. They're going to rewrite this bill. It's going to be even greater. Everybody gets free weed in the mail uh, just for living, just for being an existence, like you would a free COVID test or something once a year, once every four years, whatever they do. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a good bill. It's obviously important to just do. I'm kind of a lot of times like, get this done. Sometimes states pass, most states pass (laughs) cannabis bills that I'm like, ooh, I don't like stuff in this, but just do it. Just get it out there. Stop putting people in jail for weed. (laughs) Uh, It's so frustrating. So... I'm always happy when they decriminalize it, too, for that reason. But there's a big difference between decriminalization and this is a business and this is acceptable and we're not going to reefer madness this shit all over the place anymore. People are brainwashed and it's frustrating when you're like, not. (laughs) So I kind of say get it done, right? There's a whole Congressional Cannabis Caucus, you know, there's all these people involved they've studied it they're ready to vote on it the house has you know gone through it with a fine-tooth comb the best way they can that's how these things go some things are better some things are worse this is not a bad bill i think uh it could be obviously better they can do more but it really does the basics and that's important uh especially federally it essentially federally legalizes marijuana in the United States. Uh, There are obviously still places it will be illegal, definitely states, but a lot of places are adjusting. Some states uh, are also going to be voting on it soon or their recreational laws go into effect very soon. Uh, New Mexico is one of those states. April is kind of one of those times where everybody's going to start talking about marijuana laws and stuff. A lot of different launches, I'm sure, but a lot of uh, recreational laws are going to take effect. A lot of people are going to talk about medical marijuana and recreational marijuana, including in the federal government. So let's think about it. So here's a, a thing about New Mexico. New Mexico is... They legalized it. They voted on it. They're legalizing it. It takes effect midnight, April 1st. And then licensed retail outlets can sell cannabis. And there are already medical marijuana 
uh, dispensaries. They've had plenty of dispensaries open up over the years. I think it's 15 years ago. They signed a medical marijuana bill. And you can get it. It's a pretty solid bill. But there's many more people in New Mexico. And it will increase tourism, I bet. I mean, these people, instead of jumping over to Arizona, people from Texas will go in, people from Utah even. I mean, it's not a huge population like right there, but it is definitely one of those things that will open up where it's a beautiful place. People will want to go hike and bike around New Mexico. There's a big bike push, actually. I, uh, I do know this. This is like a huge bike push for uh, Santa Fe and Albuquerque in New Mexico. Mountain biking, because you can bike the mountains. You can bike, oh, it's a lot of open land, you know, that you can theoretically, a lot of parks, things like that. So they want to do a lot of bike tourism and be a really popular destination where it's very bike-friendly downtown in the cities. And then also you can easily go out and mountain bike and do sorts of that kind of combo living situation when you're on vacation and cannabis fits right into that (laughs) somehow but yeah so we'll see how new mexico goes i mean they've got uh all these great tourist type of things they've got a really interesting uh you know cool population of people that are from new mexico people that do move there for the elderly move there people move there for school of course to work you know it's they some big corporations down there uh big time government projects things like that it would be great if not only marijuana was legalized federally but these people have access to something to take the edge off that isn't alcohol something to relax outside you know it's a wonderful place so I think that's going to be big. They're going to have, uh, they already have over 200 dispensaries. Like, they're going to be fine. There's more coming. Um, It does reverse a lot of the effects that marijuana has had on communities criminally, uh, you know, through the justice system. It expunges people's records. It does all this, uh, you know, great stuff. It's a really good big bill. Uh, It's taxed pretty heavily. I would say 12% that goes to 18%. There's already a state tax of normal sales tax, right? Uh, So it's, you know, probably 25% total at least, maybe 30% of, you know, you buy uh, eighth for whatever, 50, then you're going to have another 12, $13 on top of that at least, maybe 15. Um, So it's going to be high, right? No pun intended. It's going to be a high tax, high price. But they are also, and this is what gets me really excited, they're going to have consumption lounges. They have uh, language in their bill about the consumption lounges, indoor and outdoor. Like I said, great place to do outdoor. It's not beautiful. It's beautiful all year round. It's not the perfect weather all year round. It gets cold and snows just like everywhere else. They're in the mountains. But uh, it's definitely an outdoor place. It's not too wet, you know, that kind of thing. It rains, but like for half an hour every day and it's light. Uh, And and indoor places too. So they're going to have, you got to pay a fee to the state, of course, and all that kind of thing. But they're going to have designated like hotels and cigar places, hookah lounges, I'm sure, casinos, that kind of thing. 
who knows what else movie theaters designated for cannabis use pretty great so there as long as that sort of stuff starts popping up i think there's a lot to be said about how exciting the cannabis bill is so we'll see i mean they're going to need a lot of growth sites it's a lot of jobs it's a lot of money uh for the state for the community new mexico can use more money let's be real uh they could invest some money into the rest of the state i i'd say that would be great so good on you new mexico april 1st stand outside whatever you gotta do (laughs) to to buy some marijuana on that day i mean put it off for a day i'm sure you're fine so let's talk more about cannabis consumption lounges real quick another big one is opening this is like one of the only cannabis consumption lounges in the world it's kind of like an event space it looks like coffee shop just like a nice pleasant environment uh like i said lounge of sorts it's in hazel park michigan so michigan has uh a new newer uh cannabis law right they're recreational to the same time as chicago as illinois so hazel park is getting a cannabis consumption lounge. Looks like it's kind of, uh, yeah, I'm not sure in where in Michigan it is. I would assume in the Ann Arbor area. Um, but it is, uh, it's important that these things open is kind of the thing. Like, uh, as long as there's somewhere to go, I looked at their website, they're not open yet, but so it's right outside Detroit. It's not open yet. But uh, they're taking applications for events. It looks like they want to do primarily private events, which makes a lot of sense. I think that's a really good business model. Just right off the bat, it was like, oh, yeah, don't even be totally open to the public. Know that you're getting events. And that's the only way you can really come in is if you know all the whole group of people that you're with. That makes some sense to me uh, as far as renting out a venue like that. I think so it's uh yeah it's one of the big new things I mean more and more places are going to open it's called hotbox social which is a cool name and yeah more places like that are going to start opening up I think once examples of successful businesses uh start leading the charge especially in these interesting locations where it's like this is not in downtown Detroit it's not in the major city the major hub Uh, I've seen similar approaches, similar business models to this kind of thing where people are trying to do social clubs where it's less about open to the public but less about events. They have to come up with their own events. It wasn't the initial plan. Everyone's just getting into the game for the first time. So once people give really good examples of how this can be done with a really successful business, that's when you'll see more of these. Again, like I was just talking about in New Mexico, states and cities, they do want these places because they don't want people really smoking out on the street and even just in their, you know, they're going to accept it and accept their backyard, whatever. But they'd rather people move inside or to a specific area. That's kind of the obvious thing that they're looking for in the end. So uh, they're... Looking, they're one of the big lounges. I think they're the, one of the first ones, anyway. I, I should say, but they're the only one going in Michigan so far. 
they have not opened yet, so we'll see when they open and what they do, what how people feel about it. It's going to be pretty cool. And some local news, Hoboken has uh, another application approved for uh, opening a dispensary. Approved by the city of Hoboken's Cannabis Review Board, not the state, I believe. The state has not quite yet stamped approvals. New Jersey, what the heck? So they're going to be moving, doing some news uh, in April, I'm sure. New Jersey is going to make an announcement sometime in April. We'll see what it is. If they put it up again, people are going to start freaking out. You know, that's what I think. Maybe not freaking out, but people are not going to be happy with them. Nobody is already. April's the time to make that announcement, though. They've set a date to review some more applications, I believe. Throw that, get that stamp ready. Somebody needs to throw some ink on that thing. Uh, whatever you're going to do. Like I said, Weeding Out the Stone is hitting the road, so come on out. Uh, you can find all information about Weeding Out the Stone at weedingoutthestone.com. You can follow us on Instagram, at Weeding Out the Stone. All sorts of stuff. There's an account on everything, I swear to God. You can even email Weeding Out the Stone. WeedingOutTheStone at gmail.com. We take all emails. So anyway, uh, thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you next time. Stay hopeful. Move along. Show's over. Find me. We-